With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Breakfast Club Means Big Z, 92.7, worldwide at the all-new MeansBigZ.com. John Corey, Susan Trask, they are here from the Maine Music Society, the Chorale, the Orchestra, the Mozart Requiem, and Solemn Vespers happening this Saturday, March 24th, 7.30 p.m., and this Sunday, March 25th, 3 p.m., at the Gendron Franco Center in Lewiston. Tickets available now, MainMusicSociety.org. Go to Franco Center. Dot org. Welcome back, John and Susan. How are you doing today? Doing, doing just fine. fine. Yes. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Great for, to see you again, Maddie. Good to, good to have you back. Good to have you back. On the first day of spring, by the way. Oh, yes. yeah. It's such right. a gorgeously, day. Yeah. Gorgeous gorgeously day sunny day to start spring. Yep. Birds are chirping. Are. Flowers yep. are in bloom. <laughs> it's just yes. it's amazing. Wonderful. Squirrels on lawn chairs. It's just tremendous. Well, it's when you start to smell skunks. You know, right. spring's on its way, right? <laughs> it's true. 100% true. I want to smell dirt, though. It hasn't defrosted yeah. yet. Yeah, so. could be, yeah. Yeah, give it's me something coming. other than like a mud smell, please. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this concert. What is a requiem anyway? In, in, a, in a vespers, well, it, uh, that, it sounds like a some type of really fancy scooter to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, fascinating. A requiem is uh, the mass for someone who has died. Okay, and so you have uh, um, sections of the uh, liturgy from the mass that are. Uh, specifically devoted to the person who has died. And so it's music that uh, has been set by so many composers. Um, We've done several uh, uh, in the past, and others have been done by other people. You know, there's the the Verdi Requiem um, and this Requiem, and what else have we done? The the Foray and the Durfle. Durfle. There we go. Those are the two names Mm -hmm. I was looking for. And so it's something that uh, composers regularly turn to, to compose. Vespers, on the other hand, is something that's done at the end of the day, and it's a series of psalms, five different psalms, and then finishes with the Magnificat. Uh, The Magnificat is uh, the song or the words that Mary speaks about, my soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, and talks about the coming of Christ. Right, it's, it's and, when she was, it's the Annunciation. Yes, the Annunciation. And so these particular psalms uh, are, were developed at some point and then became standardized for a service that would be done uh, late on Sundays. And so the ones that Mozart composed were composed when he was in Salzburg uh, working with uh, the archbishop whose name is Cordoba, I think. I'm not certain about that, but at any rate. Uh, and uh, so he was doing things that the archbishop didn't enjoy because Mozart was already experimenting with uh, opera uh, textures and so on. And I so think this, this is not a piece you would actually hear in church. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, and that you would, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's way too dramatic for yeah. that. And so uh, it's not something that's somber. The Requiem, of course, has its moments where it's really quite somber, but other times when it is just so exuberant. So cheerful. 
Fantastic. That's yes. good. Now, which um, which one of these uh, track? Did you want me to play track three on the way out of this segment here? Or? Yeah, that'd be fine. Sure. That would be good. Yes, so, this yeah. is one of the more powerful moments. This is moments. one of the ones that'll just actually knock you right out of your seat yes. when you hear it in the concert hall. We are talking with John Corton, Susan Trouse from the Maine Music Society. Catch them at the Gender and Franco Center this Saturday and Sunday. Tickets available now, mainmusicsociety.org. Means Big Z, 92.7, 105.5. Breakfast Club, Mains Big Z, 92.7, worldwide at the allnewmainsbigz.com. John Corey, Susan Trask, they are here from the Maine Music Society. The Maine Music Society Chorale and Orchestra will have the most, the Mozart Requiem this weekend and Solemn Vespers as well. This Saturday, March 24th, 7.30 p.m. at the Gender and Franco Center and Sunday, March 25th, 3 p.m. at the Gender and Franco Center. Tickets available now. Go to mainmusicsociety.org or you can find them on the Franco Center website as well. Some of the print materials uh, mentions that the Mozart, uh, the Mozart Requiem is shrouded in mystery. What's, uh, what's all that about? Well, it's a curious work. It appears, it seems as that someone came to Mozart's door asking to have a requiem composed for their wife. I think the man's name was uh, Count Walzeg. And uh, the person wanted a, a requiem for his wife. And so Mozart agreed to do this. And most of Mozart's life, he was, uh, uh, well, he was a spendthrift. And so he didn't have much money. And so when someone says, write me a uh, requiem, he was happy to get the, uh, the money. And so uh, he started composing this. But he was composing it at the point at the end of his own life. And so you sort of wonder what uh, was going on inside his mind, and uh, some of it so, he literally composed on his deathbed. Yes, literally wow. did have. Yeah. Uh, he well, he wasn't doing anything else, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he was dictating to his assistant, Franz Xavier Sussmeyer. Wow. Uh, so it's when you, if you've seen the movie Amadeus, they it's a, a movie so that they dramatize things and make it more, you know, exciting and so on. So they had him uh, dictating to this other composer at the time, Salieri, but that was not the case. It was really he was in fact dictating to his assistant, Mr. When you Sussmeyer. hear the complexity and the incredible beauty of the music, it's just astonishing to me to imagine anybody doing that when they were ill. Yes. But then yes. also to think about the fact that he must have been contemplating his own death when he was writing the piece. Oh, it's, it's really absolutely. And the interesting thing was uh, he was a composer who literally composed movements of things in his head. Right. And he would work them out from ideas that he saved. Uh, and according to a biography that I wrote, he was uh, read, excuse me, I wrote? I wish I did. No, <laughs> I read. If only. You know. and he um, was a very organized worker. And so he would have stacks of various things that he wanted to do, movements for symphonies, movements for piano concertos, those sorts of things. And so when then he needed something, he would go to that stack for the ideas and then shape the entire work, that entire movement in his head and then write it down on a score. So even though he's on his deathbed, he's still working out things in his head and then was able to dictate them to Sussmeyer. That's fantastic. It's incredible when amazing, you think about amazing it. Amazing yes. composer. Yes, really. uh, not all composers work that way, but yeah. that was his way of doing things. We are talking 
with John Corey and Susan Trask from the Maine Music Society. The Maine Music Society Chorale and Orchestra presents the Mozart Requiem and Solemn Vespers uh, this Saturday, March 24th, 7.30 p.m. and Sunday, March 25th, 3 p.m. at the Gendron Franco Center in Lewiston, MainMusicSociety.org for tickets or get them at FrancoCenter.org. Uh, track seven, track seven to please. go out on this one? Yes. Well, what's right. this one? This one's just vigorous. It's something, if you've seen the movie Amadeus, you heard as part of the soundtrack. Excellent. We will have it's more. It's spectacular. We'll have more on the way. Maine's Big Z, It's The Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z, 927, 1055, worldwide at the all new John Corey and Susan Trasker here from the Maine Music Society Chorale and Orchestra. The Mozart Requiem and Solemn Vespers happening this Saturday, March 24th, 7.30 p.m. and Sunday, March 25th, 3 p.m. The Gender and Franco Center in Lewiston. Tickets available now, MainMusicSociety.org. What can concertgoers expect to hear and and experience? It it seems like this music is is pretty special. It really is. It's one of the things. It just uh, the music is incredibly moving. It's so heartfelt. Um, You know, you might think of something like a requiem as being very staid and somber and 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 maybe even boring. But there there is not (laughs) a minute boring about this music. that the uh, track that we heard previously about, you know, it's, it starts with, a, you know, confounding to hell with his, the men very strongly in there. And then, and then the women come in with this voca may, which is this plea for, for mercy. And uh, it's, it's just, it's extremely heartfelt. I yes. think that's one thing yes. that really gets to me about yeah. it. It's anything but boring. In fact, one of my favorite comments that was overheard by a Corel member the last time we did Mozart uh, well, not the last, but the time before that, because this is now the third concert of Mozart that we've done, uh, was that uh, a, a, a woman brought her husband, and the woman knew what she was getting into. The husband was, oh, yeah, I'll come along and sort of keep things happy. And uh, she asked her husband after the concert what he thought about it. And um, uh, his, his response was, well, it wasn't what I expected. And the wife said, what do you mean? What, what wasn't? He said, I was expected to be bored. Mm-hmm. And he right. wasn't. And that's yeah. a really neat comment. Yeah. So that someone who was brought along, sort of, you know, just obliging, whatever, realized how exciting the music was. There really are moments when you're, when you're going to be jolted out of your seat. Cause, yes, Because exactly. the music is just explosive yes, in right. places. And there's this yes. incredible contrast between between the beautiful and the mm-hmm, supplicating mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, sense of it, and then and then the the terrifying aspects of of uh, imagining you know 
being in hell or purgatory mm, yes, with exactly. the jaws of the lion. And it's, really <laughs> it's on and on. It's, it's and the interesting thing, too, is that in the Vespers, which he composed a good deal earlier in his professional career, uh, he's experimenting with yeah. uh, operatic devices that he's going to use. The conclusion of the last movement of the Vespers, the Magnificat, is straight out of an opera. Whether he did the opera first or this first is an experiment. You hear this and you go, that's a quote from something else. I haven't f tracked that down yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It's just so surprising. So that the Vespers uh, has that theatrical. experimental. The exactly. Time, yeah. Well, he's like 23 when he composed this, <laughs> which is kind of mind-boggling to think of what I was doing when I was 23 uh, compared to what he was doing. And uh, he lived such a short life because he died of kidney failure at 35 that he was able, despite the uh, uh, misery that was racking his body, he was able to compose uh, music of this incredible, yeah, beauty. It's amazing. Who are the musicians of the of the main uh, music society, and where are they from? How big an orchestra is it? Well, the orchestra is about twenty five players, and literally they come from all over the state. Uh, three of them are from Lewiston, Auburn. Uh, actually, all three from Lewiston. Come to think of it, and uh, the rest are. Uh, many of them play with Portland Symphony, some don't, some play with uh, the Bangor Symphony, and uh, they are just professional musicians who literally uh, perform wherever they can uh, and enjoy working with another bunch of professional players. Um, uh, the interesting one for this one is if you're a brass player, uh, mm -hmm. the, yeah. the trombones are playing almost the entire concert. And one of our trombone players was saying uh, it was so amazing because usually trombone players play a little bit and then they sit out for a bunch of measures and then come back in again. And instead, for this one, they are playing right along with the parts of the choir so that we have an alto trombone playing the alto parts, a tenor trombone playing tenor parts, and then a bass player uh, playing the bass parts of the choral parts. And so it's a really luscious, uh, rich sound that we're producing. We are talking with John Corey and Susan Trask from the Maine Music Society. The Maine Music Society presents the Mozart Requiem and Solemn Vespers this Saturday, March 24th at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday, March 25th at 3 p.m. at the Gender and Franco Center in Lewiston. Tickets are available now at mainemusicsociety.org. Right here, uh, track eight, I believe, is what we'll be playing out with. What is this one? This is the Lacrimosa, and this one is one of my favorites. It's, it's so incredibly beautiful. The Lacrimosa has to do with crying. Uh, that's the root of the word. And at the beginning of this movement, you just hear the, the sort of sighing, crying aspect of it, and it's just an incredibly beautiful melody that uh, makes me want to cry every time I sing it. Yeah. We will have more on the way. Mains Big Z, 92.7, 105.5.
It's a Breakfast Club. Maine's Big Z, 92.7, Fourth, final segment with John Corey and Susan Trask from the Maine Music Society, Chorale and Orchestra, the Mozart Requiem and Solemn Vespers happening this Saturday, March 24th, 7.30 p.m. at the Gendron Franco Center of Lewiston. Also Sunday, March 25th at 3 p.m. Get tickets now. Go to mainmusicsociety.org or you can go to francocenter.org as well. If you, you know, there, whatever it might be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever that might be. be. Whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Do you have some uh, favorite parts or moments uh, from this music? Oh, wow. There are just so many. Uh, that's so hard to say uh, which ones because it depends. Do you want something that's uh, luscious? There's the uh, one solo quartet from the Requiem, the Recordare, where the four soloists do this absolutely luscious uh, piece with clarinets, bassoons, and strings. Um, then you have the powerful things, the uh, the ones that we played, the Confutatis and the Diasire, and then that subtle one that we just uh, heard, the Lacrimosa. Uh, and uh, then there are just so many other wonderful moments. It's so hard to decide which one. I mean, I like the downbeat of the fifth measure of the opening movement of the Requiem because the way the chord is structured, and it's just just (laughs) heavenly to hear that particular chord played by clarinets and bassoons. So there's something for the music nerds, and there's also something for those who just want to listen to the music. To the whole thing, yeah. I mean, it's just so many things with uh, such vigorous things, but also such things of such beauty. Just incredible beauty. Yes. And it's, uh, you know, as a singer, uh, they're just sometimes, uh, you know, just little <laughs> little moments or just little phrases that are that are just so incredibly pleasurable to sing yeah. and discovering those along the way as you're learning the music is one of the great joys of being in a choir. Yeah, it's a great joy for me to be conducting this stuff, but I'm also a frustrated singer. I'd like to be singing with the basses or the tenors or something. Oh, yeah. And I just get, oh man, I have to wave my arms and you want to go, no please, I want to sing. <laughs> so it's you could uh, do like what joy. Britney Spears does. You could put the mic on, and then you could do Yeah, I could do all of that. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose I could, but you know? we, really we don't remote mic, you see. I, that's, so. that's too bad. That's yeah. too bad. Well, no, it's so that's much better just live. I, I, I assumed there was probably a, a much better reason for it, but I'm like thinking, geez, yes. that's an opportunity. Maybe and someday. By the way, I sort of was triggered a memory of one of the things that I think is so incredible about uh, a performance that's done live. If you remember that Memorex commercial ages ago with mm-hmm. the guy sitting in front of, you know, his you know, scarf's being blown back and, you know, is this live or is it Memorex? And my feeling is live is always better than recorded. Recorded is a nice thing that you can have and listen to and all the rest of it, but live is just spellbinding. There's something about the focus of being live. Oh, That's yeah. Doing. yeah. You're not doing anything else. Yes, yeah. so whether you're performing yeah. or you're in the audience. It'll, it'll be quite a spectacular perform- uh, experience for for consequences, I think. Yes. What, yes. what has this been like for the singers of the chorale to prepare for this? Well, like I said, it's really um, the discovery process is, is such a joy. Um, for me personally, I have performed the Requiem before and absolutely still love it. Uh, but the Vespers was a, was, a, um, was a new experience for me and I didn't know the piece at all. And once again, just uh, captivated by certain moments or the way that, that uh, the piece is developed or the way that the the way that the music uh, reflects what's going on in the in the text, um, I just I just find that discovery p- process just um, so satisfying, and I think uh, I think most of the singers would would agree with that. It's just been really nice to discover that new piece. Mm-hmm. 
I can imagine. That's for sure. What are we, uh, we're track eight here. What, what are we wrapping oh, the up Vespers. with? Well, this is the Magnificat, as Susan mentioned earlier. It's the Annunciation to Mary. And it starts off sort of slowly and grand, and then uh, after four measures, then cranks up into its more operatic Your Sort of exuberance. Style. Yes, yeah. exuberant, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, guys, as always, thank you very much. Uh, again, Saturday, March 24th, Sunday, March 25th. That's this weekend, 730 uh, on Saturday, 3 p.m. on Sunday. Main Music Society Chorale and Orchestra. Uh, they'll be performing the Mozart Requiem and the Solemn Vespers. Uh, MainMusicSociety.org for tickets, or you can find them at FrancoCenter.org as well. We'll wrap up here with some of the Vespers. And thank you so much, Maddie, for having it's us one more time. It's not a problem. I love having you guys on. We'll have more on the way. Main's Big Z, 92.7 and 105.5. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.